This is Douglas Meanies. Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug. And this is Doug Loves Minis, the show that is in a Buick driving from Columbia, Missouri to the airport in St. Louis. Did a show last night uh, at the Deja Vu, locally referred to as just the Vu. Comedy club and nightclub, and uh, Jacob Siroff was the guest performer on that show, and he's in the car right now. Say hello to everybody, Jacob. Hello, everybody. I'm in the car right now. <laughs> it's uh, it's Thursday, September third, twenty fifteen. I'm going to be doing Doug Loves Movies tomorrow night in Seattle at the beautiful Neptune Theater and then uh, Monday getting Doug with High is going live at 4.15 Pacific Time with four or five guests on stage at the UCB Theater in Los Angeles all getting high at the same time you've done one of those right? I did the one at Largo you've been at Largo I don't remember most of it right? We get so high in those. It's crazy. It's like 90 minutes of just continuous smoking. Well, this truck just went around like he's tired of following me, but he's also not going that fast, so it's weird. Um, so, yeah, we're on the 70 headed uh, west? West. West. No, east. We're headed east? Yes. We, get, we fucked this up on the way in, too. We're east. We are? We're going west? <laughs> We're going east now. And, um, you got anything to plug? Anything coming up? Oh, jeez, I hate this. Uh, yeah, actually, I do. I'll be uh, at the Punchline in San Francisco Wednesday night, the, uh, the 9th. September 9th? September 9th in San Francisco. Oh, we'll be on opposite coasts entirely. I'll be at the Orlando Improv on September 9th doing a, a uh, Doug Loves Movies taping. There's a little red uh, Kia coming up on my ass like it's nobody's business. Look at this guy. He's got he's got to go die. He's in a hurry to go die somewhere. He had a big nasty redhead by his side. Yeah, she was just like, what? <laughs> giving us a stinky eyeball from behind her Ray-Bans, her giant uh, uh, Olsen twins glasses. <laughs> um... Yeah, that's cool. San Francisco is like, that's where we met. That's where uh, both of us, you more than me, but we spent a lot of time doing stand-up comedy in the early days. It's a great place to come up in comedy, I think. Yeah, except they, um, they don't tell you not to be dirty there. They, they kind of, they, right, right, I've seen a lot of comics yeah, go just, it's elsewhere. Too, it's too forgiving. Yeah, too yeah. encouraging. They're like, oh, just be yourself, do your art. Then you get other places. They're like, you can't say that. Yeah, opening acts can't say cunt. Right. <laughs> what are you doing? It's, it's, it's almost too good yeah. in San Francisco. But also, though, in general, it's comedy's gotten pretty dirty. So it's like, I don't know. There's too many headliners out there that are complaining about their opening act being dirty. Not anymore. I remember that used to be an issue. Yeah. 
But it was also an issue not not because the person was approved, but because they wanted to get the they wanted to be the first one to start That's swearing. Right. You know, it's like just put that extra little handicap on my opening act so that I I can do better. I always like when I when I worked with Posein a lot, he'd always say he wanted me to be as disgusting as possible. So right, because then for him. yeah, then they're not going to be like, oh, this guy's all dick jokes. This guy's disgusting. Yeah, I had a guy. I was uh, working a. Rooster Teeth Feathers in Sunnyvale, California, and the the feature was a guy named Sammy Obeyed. Do you know him, Sammy Obeyed? Really, mm-hmm. really funny comic who should probably be headlining himself. And he was just so nice and friendly and clean and just clever. And like and then by the time I got up, they didn't want anything to do with me. I had like <laughs> I had like 20 minutes of just like, hey, you guys, I'm I'm likable in my dirty, filthy way. But the, you know, it was, it was such a. I wish he would have been more of a piece of shit. So I, I go, I would go the other way for sure. <laughs> Could you be more of a dirty piece of shit yeah, exactly. while you're on stage? It's not setting me up that you're such a wholesome, sweet person. Also, just maybe less funny would be nice. If it were right? Funny. No, that's the other thing. When those clean jokes kill, it really it really stabs you because it's like shit. I can't kill with my dirt after that. Um, you were on the lost from one of the lost episodes of Doug Loves Movies. From uh, this case, it was in Kansas City. The same state we're in right now. Right, same state, sure. With uh, <laughs> that's correct. With um, you're on with Cash Levy and who was the third? Chris oh, Cubis. Chris Cubis. Yeah, that was a super fun show, and uh, got lost, and nobody ever got to hear it. No one got to hear you yell at me. I got mad at you because <laughs> you kept saying, uh, "Never say never again" isn't a James Bond movie, and it is in fact a James Bond movie, but. As you like to say, it's not canon. Yeah, and you hated that word. You, said, you kept saying it, that word. You kept saying it's not canon. Like, yeah, but it's still a James Bond movie. So, um, but <laughs> let's. Benson, I'm not talking about them. Oh wow. That? Let's take. Uh, it doesn't say sear off on anything They're not anywhere. Benson. <laughs> But we were doing pretty good until we were arguing about that with, uh, you know, both of us are big James Bond fans and know a lot of James Bond movies. So let's see, just going back and forth, let's play Last Man Stanton with James Bond movies and see how many we can name. And Never Say Never Again is off the table, as is the one where Woody Allen and David Niven both play James Bond. And a bunch and, of people. Yeah, a lot of, and Orson Welles and a bunch Didn't of people. Maybe Peter There's Sellers like five too? different people, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, um, I can actually, this, I should say ahead of time, or maybe I shouldn't, I can actually name every Bond movie the year it came out, who directed it, who sang the song. Right, and, right, but okay, so all I want is just the goddamn title, all but right. also you might forget one. Okay. Right? I mean, we know what all 50 states are, <laughs> but when you have to name them all just sitting there trying to think of them. I can't do that. Can you? Can you name all 50 states? Uh, I could probably peck at it, get it done eventually yeah. but yeah it's hard like two days maybe yeah but I'm also just the uh, the audience will be impressed that we get the two of us between the okay. two of us we can name them all plus there might be one I, I'm already fuzzy on a couple of the uh, well I'm not going to say which one so that you don't I don't want to give you a leg up I'm going chronological until, and just skipping the ones you do oh okay that's going to be interesting because I'm not going chronological <laughs> I'm not going chronicon <laughs> alright so do you want to start or should I start it? How many, well, since you're such an expert, how many are there? Uh, the belief, that's 24? 23 so far. 24, 23 will be the new one, I believe. 24 will be Spectre. It'll be Spectre. All right, so that's off the table, too. All right, so since it's 24, uh, you go first. Well, I'll start with Dr. No. 
<laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'll go with uh, the world is not enough. Okay, I'm going from Russia with love. <laughs> okay, um, I'm gonna say the living daylights. Okay. Uh, how about Goldfinger? How about <laughs> Octopussy? Uh, Thunderball. Moonraker. You only live twice. <laughs> Quantum of Solace. Modern Majesty's Secret Service. Oh, uh, Thunderball. I said Thunderball. You did? Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, you only live twice. I just said that. You did? <laughs> yeah. Oh, because you're going in order. Yeah. Okay. Um, live and let die. Um, I said Modern Majesty's Secret Service. Uh, diamonds are forever. Man with a golden gun. Good one. Um, and actually, that's the first time we you got in my way because that's, that's, that's the next one after Diamonds Are Forever. No, it's not actually. Uh, live and Let Die. I said that. You said Living Daylights. No, I said Live and Let Die. Okay, then no, that's why you love me. Okay, I'll say Living Daylights. All right. Are we already said Living? Wait, it was License to Kill that I didn't say. You didn't say that yet. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's a great one. I love that one. I'm gonna go Moonraker. Didn't I say Moonraker? No. I thought I did. Not yet. Okay, um, <laughs> how about... I'm fucking up with the chronology. Fear Eyes Only? Nope, but that's after Moonraker. You know, okay. Have a good trivia bit on that if you care afterwards. Later, yeah. Um, Fear Eyes Only, you said Octopussy, View to yeah. a Kill. View to a Kill, of course. Uh, Alright, and then uh, we have to go with... Uh, oh, Casino Royale. Okay, Goldeneye. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> uh, Skyfall. Tomorrow never dies. Um, alright, so what's so how many are left do you think? Just a couple. Just two There's left. just like two one more, left. one more pierce. Maybe just one. Maybe just the last pierce. The I last, think the one we didn't get. Maybe you're right. I know which one it is. I think it's Die Another Day. Yeah, I think then that's I don't And that's think, every single one? I think we got every single one. Holy shit. Spectre, yeah. Pretty sure we did. Not someone will let us know. But I mean, sure. I can't. I don't know the years, and uh, I know a lot of the directors. Uh, but uh, like, uh, yeah, you obviously are, you know, more, more intensely into James Bond trivia. But like, I've just, uh, you know, I've definitely seen every single one. I'm sure you have as well. And um, I you, you got to go on uh, James Bonding with Matt Myra and uh, Matt Gorley. Yeah, I don't know them. I'd love. Oh, I do know the. Matt, I do know him. I'd like. I'd yeah, love to do that. you should definitely go on there because they'd love to talk to somebody that you know knows a lot about him and has weird opinions that like any either of the Timothy Dalton ones are good. Oh, I love the Dalton ones. I love the, <laughs> in a way he's 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 in a way he's my favorite Bond. His movies aren't my favorite, but he's almost if you read the books, he's kind of closest to Ian Fleming's Bond. So sure, Bond, sure. Bond. Like yeah, steely kind of British, no fun. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, but so when he delivers a punchline, it's almost there's a kind of. Like but he's been, but it. Timothy Dalton's been so charismatic in other roles. I know, you I know, know, that's what's so amazing about it is that, like, you know, uh, that he and the people making those movies sort of made a choice, and you know, to go serious. I mean, to me, as soon as he was like chasing around in fucking eighteen wheelers, I was just like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, he's chasing Wayne Newton around in an eighteen wheeler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, it's just uh, weird. But what was the trivia thing you were gonna say? By the way, that one's first PG thirteen Bond, and then Felix Leiter's. Uh, wife gets raped by Benicio Del Toro before he was famous and like, licensed to kill. There's like a ra- he even says something like... Well, that's probably why he got away with raping her, because right. nobody knew who he was <laughs> exactly. yet. Exactly. Um, but he says something like, we gave her a nice... Oh, don't worry, we gave her a nice honeymoon. 
there's like a really creepy line, uh-huh. but it's like, don't worry about your because they they kind of fucked up their wedding and kidnapped. Yeah, yeah. And it's basically just saying, oh, we we raped. Don't we worry. Raped we raped her on her honeymoon. We, we raped her. Yeah, it's really strange for a Bond movie, PG-13, first one. Uh, though the trivia is, remember the Bond movies that in in the early days they would always say James Bond will return in uh, right? Moonraker. It would tell you the name, the title. Of the and next one film. time they got it wrong. They said the wrong title. They did it twice because of Star Wars. They said after. Right, because they moved up Moonraker because they got excited about. Like, we gotta get lasers. We gotta be in outer space. So it said on the at the end of uh, Spy Who Loved Me, it says James Bond will return in uh, For Your Eyes Only. And mm-hmm. then, but they were like, I guess Star Wars expl- that came out in '77. For Your yeah. Eyes Only, Star Wars exploded. Everybody's doing Star Wars knockoffs. So like, we gotta get. Moon- and in the books, I've read the, the Moonraker novel has nothing to do with space. It's a, right. it's a Russian missile. They just excited that it had the word moon. Moon in it. And they're like, okay, then we can sci-fi this up. There's like, remember the st- stupid battle of like the lasers, the guys. Oh yeah, it's space guys with no light. It's lines, ridiculous. It's not. It's, it's not one of my least favorites, but it's definitely uh, not a particularly good one. I mean, I, I like that's one that I, you know, kind of. Uh, it's not the fact game. that I enjoyed it as a kid makes me still enjoy it as but an adult. It does have Doctor and Holly Goodhead, yeah, and it has. The, the cool scene with Drax when he has the dog he's got the dogs yeah. and, he, and he puts the steaks in front of him and then he snaps his fingers or claps and then they eat the steaks that's so awesome also uh, Bond gets a girl he used, to, he used to really get girls killed by sleeping with them it's mm-hmm. something he doesn't do as much anymore Like, and he'd know that was an act he'd sleep he slept with that girl Drax's girlfriend knowing she'd get killed and didn't care and she got killed by dogs yeah. she got chased in the woods by wild dogs yeah no and like, when the dogs, dogs are chasing her it suddenly turns into it's like a horror yeah, movie yeah it's like a horror movie it, it has this weird like 70's horror thing it's exactly what it is. That's yeah. why. That's what drew me to Bond in the first place. Is that I thought it's a good way to. In the in the nineties, I was working at video stores, and somebody had a Bond movie on, and he killed somebody. Did a punchline, like Connery, and I yeah, thought, yeah. oh, he's kind of the original because I was grew up on Schwarzenegger, kind of stick around when he threw a nut. And I thought, yeah, yeah. Oh, Bond's kind of the original. Quir- yeah, he, quir- he, quir- he invented that. Yeah. So I just I had this idea. I'm gonna watch them all chronologically. Then I realized you can really track film history at least from 1962 when Doctor No came out because you see the way women are treated, you see the way rape, different you know ethnicities are, are handled. Uh-huh. You know, Bond's so formulaic, they're getting away from the formula now, which is a whole other conversation. But part of the formula, in every movie, he would hit the girl at a certain point. And that's usually when she fell in love with him, because after he slapped her. Like that right, stopped, but, you know? but, but, you know, that, that had to kind of slow down a little bit with Roger Moore, because he was just like, he he played towards the debonair side more to the, True, uh, but he more to the, the violent side. But he definitely slapped the girls. And he had to, and, but to me, his low point, Roger Moore's low point was when he had to... Uh, disguise himself as a clown. An octopus. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty. That was like, what? Really? <laughs> yeah. Come on, just go out there and you te- throw a top hat on, <laughs> act like you're the ringleader. You know, <laughs> he can wear a tuxedo. It's <laughs> hilarious. Because oh. didn't he also just like uh, in that same movie? I think he like parachutes out of something and then takes off the jumpsuit and he's just got a full tux on underneath. Was that? In, um, <laughs> was that in? The, the, that was when it started to really become self parody. Was that an octopus? I feel like that might have been. I don't know, Spy Who Loved Me. Might have been around there somewhere. Spy Who Loved Me was really cool, the opening sequence where he skis off the side of the the thing and and, and parachutes and it's the British flag. It leads into the Carly Simon song. Yeah, which is one of the best ones. Perfect. And what's funny is, and that's back to, Spy Who Loved Me is probably, I think it's the best Roger Moore, one of the best Bond movies. It's got the Marvin Hamlish to the score. It's got Barbara Bach. It's got the underwater car. It kept Jaws scary. He wasn't comic relief yet. Totally. And the next movie, and if you look in like, I don't know if it, how it is in Malton's book, but that movie is like so high. It's got like I used to read the other one, the Mick and Marsha book guide. What was it called? There was like a, I don't a, a know. couple. You remember me? It was the Malton. Yeah, I don't the, know. The competing that. Malton book. Yeah, they'd no. have like five stars, or a turkey was the worst rating. Right. And Spy Who Loved Me was five stars, and Moonraker, same director, next film, 
Turkey. Turkey. And it's just, yeah, Moonraker was such a fail. It's just Moonraker was like just so slowly paced and like ridiculous product placement, like you know the giant Seven Up billboard and stuff. Yeah. And um, but also uh, it still had some stuff in it that that like you know I enjoyed. You know, like oh, it, it sure. still got its moments. That fight in, the, in, in Venice with the glass breaking, yeah. with the, the uh -huh. silhouetted Arsenio Hall fight. Whatever, yeah. You know, that was really cool. And Lois Charles is cute, and uh, you know, but then they just got into that nuttiness with Jaws, where he had to have a romantic interest. And, oh right, he had the other the girl Jaws. The and girl. he the first time you see them, it's you know they like their eyes lock and they fall in love and he smiles really big and shows those crazy teeth and then she smiles real big and has normal teeth she should have fucking had dental work also something, something. it's the way she smiles it's almost like it's a reveal that she's going to show dental work and then she just got a regular smile that was, that well, was fuck really that weird. movie. That was really weird. That, that pew, 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 pew. Just a lot of laser shooting just because of Star Wars. And those guys had no, what do you call the lifeline? Like astronauts. They're just like floating through space at yeah. each other. Yeah. That was kind of part of the Bond formula would be like he'd rep the good guys versus the, like in, the only twice are the volcano. He yeah. Some like group of guys that were his army you know, versus the bad army. And, yeah. And, and he was like leading the astronauts. It was just so like... It made no sense. It yeah. Made no sense. I, but I do like that James Bond, like, somebody like Drax would probably be better to imprison and get a lot of information out of, but instead he just got him in the, he just got him in the hold and just opens the door and shoots him out of his <laughs> yeah, space. Right, yeah, right. <laughs> like, you know, why bother to keep <laughs> so, this guy around, you know? Yeah, you He'll do? just escape from jail and then cause more problems if we let him live. <laughs> villain too. Yeah, he was he was really Lonsdale wasn't Michael Lonsdale, yeah. So he just kind of just so He's a good actor, but he's just, very just boring. But the, the quail shooting sequence is funny. <laughs> but it's funny though, you mentioned the horror. I think there's a lot because that was seventy nine that movie came out and um it was just the horror, like the seven, I think it really reflects what was going on in cinema at the time in a way. You know, you see Star Wars and Lasers and then the other thing that was getting big in the late seventies was those, you know, well, I don't know when did Carrie come out was that 80s or 70s yeah you know but, yeah but I you mean, got that definitely. late 70s the good horror movies of the late 70s yeah. of kind of, which are kind of you know women being chased into the woods kind of the, like it just it really captures but she just gets chased off and it gets all scary and then and then the they just cut and they yeah. just sort of imply yeah the camera just pulls away and they just imply that she got eaten by dogs which is just a crazy way to die and that's just for having sex with James Bond she didn't do anything wrong except well, told him some information right. that she didn't that she'd resisted telling him I yeah. don't want to talk then he slaps her oh <laughs> oh James and then she fucks him <laughs> that's every time he slaps a bitch she thinks oh James and then she sleeps with him gives him the information of course there's a camera or, set, or whatever it was the room was bugged yeah. she gets killed and he knows it he just won he just off with the mission had to, had to, had to fucking get her killed you know that's yeah and then Skyfall he's just uh, James Bond's just playing alone with his grandmother at the end I didn't like that. Skyfall is so... <laughs> it's such a weird... It's a it weird. becomes like straw dogs at yeah. the end where it's just two people in a house <laughs> trying to defend themselves. Straw dogs. And I don't... Um I don't want to know all that stuff. I don't like what they're doing with the series now. I don't like, I don't want to know about James Bond's childhood. I, you know what, I think, here's a turn that I kind of like though, is that uh, Ray Fiennes is kind of a fun 
fun new amp. Sure, he's great. Ray Fines is great. He's great you actor. know, so I think that'll be good. Like, because I, I just get tired of Dench. Like, just always and just being like so mad at him yeah. and like, oh, James, you yeah. disappoint me. You idiot. Get yeah. out of my house. Stop breaking out. into my house. Yeah. Why? And I never understood why when they did Casino Royale, which is one of my favorites. Casino Royale is great, I think. But why did they keep, if it's a reboot, why keep Judy Dench? It's so confusing. Because in Goldeneye, right. there, was a, there was a very specific reference when he said, your, uh, your predecessor kept a bottle of uh, vodka or gin or something. And she goes, I prefer bourbon. And she's like, it's clear that he inherited her in that movie, that he was already bought and she's the new M. Yeah. And then in Casino Royale, she's M and she's giving him his license to kill. Like, it's she's part, she's there before him. Yeah. So, like, they just want to keep Judy Dench because she's Judy Dench. But if you're rebooting, even if you want to keep a, you know, get, let's get Maggie Smith or some other, you know, esteemed dame lady. Like, why have Judy? It just, it threw off, it was very confusing for continuity, I felt. Then, not that Bond is worried about continuity, but right. no, why they have just her? Gotta they keep re rebooting it every few. But, you know. If you're gonna reboot, why keep the same actress that we saw? With, you know, just, that made no sense, and, and I was never. I liked her. I liked that they went with girl M, and I liked her in the, the but. But that was what was funny about Money Penny, though, is they kept her around for um, ever, forever. It was creepy, and it was like, yeah, and the gag just, you know, the gag started off, uh, you know, that James Bond has fucked and wants to fuck her, and then it just moves slowly and slowly into her just remaining in love with him, and him just, you know, throwing his hat onto the rack and walking by her yeah. like she's nobody. Also, she was real. Like by the end, it was just like Roger Moore flirting with us. A chubby older lady. Yeah. It's just because she was really she was cute in there, you know. And there, that was yeah, the idea. She that was, was the, the idea. Secretary. Yeah. And then it's just, but they, it was, I think that was cool though about those movies. They were a real family. I think so. That it's that, like nowadays you would she wouldn't have lasted, you know, fifteen movies, whatever, twenty, however long she made it. That actress. Well, right, because they have to, you know, when they reboot, they have to, you know, make everybody young again. Right. And it's just they, they didn't want to. Well, we got to bring her back. Because there's a girl now that's kind of survived a couple of movies. That, that's like uh, she's sort of like his a new money penny. But she's like out in the field and stuff. But she is Money Penny. Right? She is. They yeah. call her Money Penny. The, bla the black girl. They were, yeah, yeah. They revealed at the end of Skyfall. That but they like Penny. they like updated her by letting her, you know, actually be, yeah, be yeah. out in the I field. I don't like that either. Stuff. Money Penny in the field. And a, a friend of mine who's a big Bond nerd pointed out something that about uh, Skyfall that he didn't. It's very unbond. Is like, and you have to acknowledge because there's technology now that you can't ignore. But like when he's out there with the Bluetooth in his ear and the new young hip hipster Q guy, yeah. it's just like, okay, take a left here. Okay, there's a you're gonna. Right. Go down this hidden door. Like the whole thing with Bond, Bond was always just out in the field alone. Yeah. Like he's it's out like there. getting too much help. Too much help. You're out there, you don't have a team. Bond, like he'd have to round up the locals or round up the Arabs. Like that's the gag in the Melissa McCarthy movie Spy, is that like Jude Law is this cool super spy and Melissa McCarthy's just in his ear really saving his ass repeatedly, you know, right. as she's telling him stuff to do. I didn't see it. I heard it's great. It's great. It's really fun. I heard it's really great. Yeah. But she's like, you know, telling him everything to do and if it wasn't for him, you know, like he has to kind of thank her, you know, like, oh yeah, I could have got killed out there, you know. And it's like, James Bond shouldn't be having to thank anybody well, for Well, the anything. whole thing, he's on his own. Like, you're out there, you know, I guess he used to have uh, covers, what was it, the Universal Exports thing. And, you know, yeah, they, yeah. That he was, you know, he's out in the field, and if he dies, he dies. you know, they're kind of like, well, you're on your own, you get the license to kill, do what you gotta do, we don't wanna know, or if, if you die, we're not, we don't know you. And so, you know, now he's just got the Bluetooth, they're like, okay, take a left, okay, shoot the bad guy now. It's like, it doesn't, it kind of takes, it. also, because everybody's Bond now, because you got the Bourne movies, which are better than a lot of the Bond movies. And, right, you know, and Kingsman, which you haven't seen no, is see an amazing Bond movie. That looks kind of like a Bond. It's like a super crossover. violent Bond movie. But it's also like Matrixy or something, right? I mean, in, in the in the not uh, in the not in story, but in the it's not Matrixy, but the action stylized stylized action, yeah, yeah. action, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't want to see that. 
to see the chick with the Oster. It's neat because it, it also just gives you a chance to see what uh, what's his name would be like as James Bond, um, Colin Firth, because I always thought he'd be a good James Bond. Yeah. And, and I thought Ray Fiennes would be, but now he's him. He's too old. He yeah, yeah. Window. I thought that would have been a good one. But he's Ray Fiennes when when, when he's given the right role, like between uh, In Bruges and. Um, uh, Grand Budapest Hotel. He, oh, he so can be hilarious. That. So good in that. He's so funny. He's so and, funny and in the English patient. So too. often he has to play very serious. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he just he's a riot in the English patient. Uh, Remember he claimed her titties or something? Yeah. He's like, I claim these titties. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> hilarious. <laughs> what happened to her? She was really gorgeous. Kristen Scott Thomas. She was like a real nice. Yeah, she's still in stuff like salmon fishing in the Yemen. Oh, was she? Yeah. Yeah, you, you see everything. I, did, I didn't see that either. I was interested in that, though. I was interested in that. Yeah, it's one of those smaller movies that sort of comes and goes, uh, you know, just doesn't get the right uh, attention for, like, uh, awards and shit. So, um, now we're going to... I'm going to play the audio from last night. We did a sh the show I mentioned earlier at Deja Vu, and we got audience members with name tags up on stage. And we played a, uh, a round of Last Man Stanton, and uh, we'll go to that uh, that audio now. And uh, as always, big trucks that pace each other on the uh, highway so that I can't get around them and have to go slowly.
don't know. Right, the voo. Maybe they're not, yeah, but I don't think anybody incorporated the voo into their name tag. But one guy just wrote something on his receipt, I think. That's not going to work. That's not going to get you up here. Uh, what's that lit up just, thing over there? Just a driver's license, okay. What are you putting a light on? Your driver's license and a flashlight? What the fuck? <laughs> all these people, they crafted really nice scenery. You come in with this, I mean, I applaud your uh, MacGyverism. But, uh, no sir. That is not proper intake. What? If a guy wearing a t-shirt says I heard marijuana, but instead of a heart, it's a weed leaf, so it's I weed leaf marijuana. <laughs> I totally, I totally weed marijuana, you guys. I totally pot leaf the shit out of marijuana. <laughs> Thanks for wearing that, though, dude. That's good. Are we gonna smoke that shirt after the show? Is it made of hemp? This guy's really kind of yelled with the puns and the face okay, on the uh, Beth becomes her. And my blue heaven. They're, they're both killing it. Yeah. Did they bring a fucking flashlight in your ID? Stop buzzing, is a good one. Yeah, let's, so let's get some of them up here. Uh, just pick a couple that you like. Uh, I like stop buzzing. Let's get a few here. You two both come up here. If you, if you want to play, if you don't want to play, you know how hard it is when it's happening in the When you're listening on the podcast, you know the answer. What happened? I don't know what he's yelling about. Who else? Oh, there's some over here. Uh, the dude that makes all the little figures, you gotta come up here. I've seen you before in another spot. Uh, maybe a couple other spots. How many cities have you seen me in? Where? St. Louis and KC. Oh, the whole... Yeah, Big Long Bay. I love it. Yeah, you made, made little figures of all his favorite guests. Yeah, you're in there. You're the one with the glasses on the end. It kind of looks like Mike Bruce, but it's actually you. Jacob Sewell. Tell me which ones I actually know. That looks like David's hell. Is it David's hell? That's Jensen. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's see the prize. What's in the prize bag? Before people get too disappointed that they didn't get picked, uh, let me just show you what, how little you're winning tonight. Really. Uh, you're getting a copy of ICD Promotional Tool. That's really the right one. He fucked himself out of pussy. I'll sign that too if you want to. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely your signature. Oh, I can just like come on. Jacob just sit down. Too far. You have no idea how far it goes. I got a shirt from our friends at Chameleon Glass and another shirt. From, have you seen when we drank the uh, weed infused beverage on Benny High? It's a drink called Sprig, and there's somebody to smile more. And uh, I don't know where you can get it, but uh, you can wear a t shirt and be like, walk around and be like, what's that? You have to explain it and it ruins your day. So somebody's gonna win all of that stuff in this laundry bag. And I'm about to break. 
That's kind of a sad one for me. It's also just a lot of saving fast and furious a bunch of times. But uh, he's got one right here. Okay. Let's get a good one. Let's hear some Will Ferrell films. Will Ferrell. You guys want to do Will Ferrell? Yeah. Okay, let's do Will Ferrell. It just hasn't made that many, though. Oh, he's, yeah. He's only done a couple. Only about six a year for Will. He's only done a couple so far. So, you know, Work the microphone for those first two folks after you go. Okay. We'll, we'll go in that direction. We'll just start us off with uh, any Will Ferrell movie. Let's go with Elf to get started. You started with Elf, you guys. That's a good one. You don't have to grab the microphone away from him. Just let him keep in control. Has Donald Trump taught us nothing? Go back to Univision, Scott. Step Brothers? Yes, correct. That's, that's one. Mate. Zoolander. Yep, of course he's in there, being all silly. <laughs> Will Ferrell movies, Evan. Full title, please. Uh, you know what? I know these two so much, I'm going to let her assist on this one. Just once, she's only going to get one, as my friend Mark Wahlberg says. What is it? She said. Yeah, Ricky Bobby, yeah, that's correct. Uh, fun. I'm gonna go with, um... I've got to go with my favorite one, Blaze of Glory. Blaze of Glory. I'll go with, uh, probably the his finest work land of the lost. Yes, of course. Austin Powers, too. That can't be one of that can't be the full title. I know, I feel like it was one of the shaggy. He was in that one? Yes, he was he was Mustafa. He was Mustafa. He got okay, he, right. he, he fell down the floor uh, Sure, sure, sure. That's a good clue for somebody else. Keep it down, you guys. Nate. It'll be over soon. What? Anchorman Cole and the Legend of Ron Burgundy. All right. Yeah. I like that. The Cole says Cole and I'll uh, All right, we're back to you, uh, Lily. Uh, how are you holding up? Couldn't even get that nice, man. She think you're out? Yeah, I'm out. All right, let's hear it for you, everybody. All right, Jeff, we're closer to this guy. Might be trading up this evening, if you know what I'm saying. This guy makes little figurines and he knows it's in feral movies. Poor Evan is working with a flat surface. Do you have another one? I That's a super hard one. I'm going to go with... I just can't get it out of my brain. I wanted to save it for later, but I just got to get rid of it just before I forget. Melinda and Melinda. Yeah. 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 I'm going to go with uh, <laughs> Picking and Screaming. Yes! Of course, it was his version of Ladybugs. I got funny, I almost said Ladybugs. I remember that was Ronnie. Yeah, yeah, that's a trial. That's a trial. Start, Starsky and Hutch. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Is it cheating if I say Night at the Roxbury? Why would that be cheating? Right there. Because there's a picture of Chris Kutan on the wall? You're the first one to think of it, so it's not cheating. 
Scott, congratulations, Scott. You win the prize bag. Shithead sing 